is a special episode because our Linda has written a book. I and did it. You did it. And we're talking all about it today. Yeah. It's so good. So show us the book, Linda. Okay. Give so us that visual. It's available on Amazon Kindle. Yep. And this is what the book cover looks like. So you recognize it when you go to get it. It's called Turn Your Closet Into Cash by Linda Walden. What's the subtitle? It's too small for me to read the... Um, it the- is Make Extra Cash and Support a Sustainable Planet. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. Okay. So now you know what to look for. Yes. In fact, I want to remind everyone that you can, if you're listening to this out on a walk or while you're doing your dishes, you can go to YouTube and on both of our, we'll put them in the show notes, YouTube yeah. channels. You can, you can see our visuals and you'll get a visual of Linda's book. Yeah, so but just sure go to Amazon Kindle and you can just type in, turn your closet into cash and it right. brings it right up. Great. Yeah. Okay. Give us a quick summary. Tell us what the book does for us. Yes. So in my book, you're going to learn how to clean out your closet like a professional stylist. You're going to dress more effortlessly with an organized wardrobe. And you're going to learn how to make extra cash selling your gems. It's very easy to do. I break it all down, make it really easy to follow. That sounds great. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Well, just, you know what? Listen to the episode because you're going to, you're going to get the full picture about the book after this. It it will make very much sense. Plus it's a fun episode, (laughs) but it's really fun. We can, we can listen to the episode, but first I, I want you to go follow me on Instagram at simple beauty minerals, because there I really sort of, you, you really get to know me and my brand a lot better and it's a lot more personal and, or, uh, I just, you're going to learn a lot. So at simple yeah. beauty minerals over on Instagram, and then yeah. hop in the DMS and say, hello, and tell me that you found us through the podcast. Yeah. You have a great Instagram account. Really Thank fun. you. I appreciate that. I like that. In fact, I just today posted a kind of sassy post. So so (laughs) a little bit a little nervous about that, but I did it. So there we go. Shall we get into it? All right. Let's talk about my book. Okay. Welcome to Living Visibly Over 50, a podcast where we chat about how to use your beauty and style to show up and be visible in a culture that says it's not our time to shine anymore. I'm Lisa. And I'm Linda. You know, the most precious time in your life starts right now. Together, Lisa and I explore all the beauty and style tools available to women over 50 that keep us connected to our feminine energy. Linda, I am so excited that your book is finally out. I don't say finally like, oh my gosh, what have you been doing sitting on the sofa eating bonbons all this time? I know <laughs> I know that you've been- Have you been spying on me? <laughs> Should I let your secret out? <laughs> so, I mean, I just know you've been working on it behind the scenes and, and, you know, reminding us on the episodes that the book is coming and you're writing the book. And um, so let's, I want to talk about it because it's, I it's know. available now. So I'm super excited. It is finally finished. It's exactly what I wanted to do. And it's on Amazon Kindle now. And I did it. 
That's really, really cool. I mean, yeah. seriously, I have never written a book. So kudos to you. What is it about and why did you write it? Well, the book actually is really about how we can all participate in the practice of sustainability uh, when it comes to fashion. And, oh, okay. You know, sustainability is, it's like the new trend. It's the new black, basically. <laughs> just, yeah. Sustainability is the new fashion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it's really also about creating a, a wardrobe for yourself that is uplifting and it's confidence boosting. The kind of everything that I talk about all the time, I put it into the book because I really wanted to write a process that I've been following for my clients the past three years. So people can do it for themselves. I love okay. how to books. I, don't I know you, but I love when somebody goes to the trouble of figuring out this huge process and then they kind of, they simplify it and they and make break it, it down to follow. Yeah. And okay. so that's what I've done. So I know that you talk a lot about decluttering. Right. Is that, is that in the book? It really is. You know, this book is really the process of decluttering your closet. So um, your goal is to make your closet really refined and effortless. And then at the same time, what I've discovered is you want to be able to find the gems that you don't wear anymore that you can sell. And it's oh. really the sustainable part of this book is that what we need to do is create a new mindset where wearing secondhand clothing is great. It's good for the planet. It's good for us because we get more value when we buy a piece of clothing. And there's lots of wonderful new ways in the past, I'd say in the past five years, online consignment stores have really perfected this process. And they've made it really easy to do and anyone can do it. And that's what I put in the book. Okay. I'm really interested in this. Yeah. Because I, the, the idea of taking your clothes and just, I mean, bringing it to Goodwill is one thing, right. but I know a lot of people just trash them. Oh, and oh. I know that fashion yeah. is like, I mean, the landfills are full of discarded clothing and Goodwill can't, won't take everything as well. They just that's trash right. a lot of things. So I love this concept of of the cycle of keeping it going someone else is going to find that gem yes. that you're not yes. loving anymore or what for whatever reason and someone else is going to yes and you know clothing did you know we only wear a piece of clothing on average seven times in its lifetime is that shocking that is shocking because yeah. I, I think I, I wear them a lot more. <laughs> but well, <then> I, I'm... <laughs> I think it's women of our generation. We do. Maybe. And I think we're more into classics and buying high quality and wearing things for a really long time. But honestly, fast fashion has changed all of that. And oh. we can talk about that if you want. But um the the real reason I wrote this book is about sustainability because we have to conserve and preserve the planet for our future generations. And I believe that women our age, we're having grandchildren and even great-grandchildren, and we see what the fashion industry is doing to pollute 
the planet. I mean, it's really damaging. And mostly the damage is seen in third world countries. So right. they're drowning in this toxic pollution uh, right. from the manufacturing process. And like what you just said, from landfills. Yes. Um, and and it isn't worn. Do you think that's why this trend is becoming so popular and, and actually become trendy? Really? Yeah. And I think, you know, the Gen Xers, the Gen Zers, they're they're really big on wearing secondhand clothes. And honestly, Lisa, I can't tell you how many times I have bought online or in a local consignment store and the tags are still on the clothing. Wow. Hasn't necessarily even been worn. Someone just bought it. It was a mistake. They never wore it. So now they're reselling it. So that's really great. So Marie Kondo comes to mind uh-huh. when you were talking about cleaning out your closet and you're finding gems that you may not wear anymore, but you're also finding gems that you like, oh, I kind of forgot that I loved this, right? Yes. Well, talk to me, talk to me about Mar- that. Well, Marie Kondo, she's, you know, she's one of my mentors. She wrote uh-huh. the book Spark Joy. And her whole point is that when we have too much stuff, it can make us feel overwhelmed. And life is simpler when we only have a few options. So I know there are a lot of women who love to have many, many options to wear, and that's okay if you can handle it. But, you know, that's for women who have big roomy walk-in closets, right? And they can hang their clothes with some breathing room in between the clothing. You know how when you go into a beautiful boutique store? Yes. It is so, it's just so relaxing. And inspiring. Inspiring and stimulating. To create. You're not overwhelmed. It's not like going into Ross where the clothes are just stuffed. They're just jam-packed on the racks. Um, This is kind of the feeling that you want to create in your own closet. So the number of clothes that you keep and hang in your closet depends on really the size of your closet. Marie Kondo is all about folding your clothes properly so that you can see them and hanging your clothes in your closet so that you can see them because what we don't see, we don't wear. Right. Do do you colorize your closet? I do. And do you colorize it by categories like tank tops? And then, okay, I love that. And it does look like a boutique. It does look like a boutique (laughs) and it makes putting an outfit together much easier. So, because I don't know about you, but I usually start with a top because to me, tops are more fun and inspiring. Sometimes I'll start with pants, but usually it's my top. So I'm not, I'm not sure what I do. I have now oh, I'm going to pay attention to that. Okay. Cause I don't I know what I do that in my style course, like how to put together an outfit, you know, it's like a process. So if you think of your, you pick out a top for the day that inspires you, then you know, right where to go in your closet, especially if you know, you want to wear something light and bright colored, or you want to wear a print today. So you've got it all, you know, hanging in in order of color. And I, I love, love 
I love what you said about creating space so you can actually see your clothes and become yes. inspired so you know what to wear. So, okay, we talked about closet cleanouts, right? Well, but decluttering is really, it's that process where you're removing clothes that aren't working for you anymore. I'm telling you, Lisa, whenever I do a closet cleanout, she always has the right clothes. All I had to do was remove the wrong clothes. Wow. The That's clothes that bring telling. you joy are in your closet for the most part. We just can't find them. You just can't find them. <laughs> so, it's, so how does a professional stylist clear out someone's closet? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we... What I do, I don't just walk in the door and go right into her closet. I go through a lengthy process ahead of oh, time okay. with the woman. So I schedule time to sit down with her and I identify her style profile. And I put this in my book because I want to bring awareness to women that you don't really know what to keep and what discard unless you understand your style profile, what your best colors are, what your body shape is and the clothes that flatter, what your signature style is. And then also the one of the most important aspects is what are what's your lifestyle? Right. You do every day. Right. Right. Because the main reason we stand in front of our closet and say, I got all these clothes, but I don't have anything to wear is because we don't have the right clothes. We have the appropriate clothing for what our lifestyle is. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yeah. For the maybe, most part, maybe for large they're all your work clothes from three years ago and you don't right. have that job anymore. Right. Maybe you're into hiking and walking now, but you haven't really focused your wardrobe on buying clothes for hiking you know, with right. SPF, like you <laughs> talk right. about, right? With sunscreen. <laughs> sunscreen. That's right. Right. That's your mantra. So, Every day, all the time. Okay. <laughs> a, a, a professional stylist will know all these things, these profile items about her client before we even step into the closet. And then guess what? It's a breeze to go through, pull out all the colors that aren't going to work for her, all the shapes aren't going to work for her. Maybe she has a lot of work clothing uh, from corporate job that she had 10 years ago. That's not going to work. So it makes the job of decluttering really easy. So this is more than just a helpful friend cleaning out your closet with you. This is a whole style and lifestyle assessment. It's me. Which makes sense. Yeah. That's what I do. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I I want to circle back to why do people buy too many clothes in the first place? Hi, Linda here. If you've got a passion for fashion like I do, and you want a way to earn some extra money, listen to this. I've got a program where you'll learn how to build a personal stylist business doing closet cleanouts, style consultations, and selling your customers pre-loved clothing for profit. Get more details about this brand new program at lindawalden.com. But don't wait, the program is opening soon. <music> 
and we talked about how fast fashion is affecting the planet. Yeah. Um, but, and because I, there is a, something that comes to my mind years ago, I went into a friend's house and they didn't want us going upstairs. Like there was a bathroom upstairs and we, they wanted us to wait and use the bathroom downstairs. And for some reason I ended up having to go upstairs and she had, I wasn't snooping, but, but she had rooms that had clothing the whole room was piled with stacks of clothing. She didn't sell clothing. She didn't make clothing. She was, it, there was some kind of unhealthy habit where she was just constantly buying clothes and she couldn't get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was kind of shocked. Yeah. But do you think that's more common than we think? It really is. And I do blame fast fashion. Now, let me actually describe when yes. that started and what oh. what I mean by fast fashion. Okay. It was the fashion industry actually started mass producing cheap, trendy clothes in 1990s. And styles started changing more quickly. And right. so they wanted to make fashion accessible to the everyday woman. So clothing stores like Zara, H&M, right. Forever 21. Forever 21. Remember, all those popped up in the 90s. Those stores give me a headache. Absolutely. <laughs> and they play headachey music, too. Give me a yeah. headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they really, they invented the way to produce clothing quickly. Obviously, there was less seaming and less stitching in the clothes. They aren't, they weren't tailored anymore. No. They were sized small, medium, large. Do you remember that? When that switched, we used to have a number associated oh, with the size. There still are some, I guess, yeah. maybe not in fast fashion. There aren't numbers. I don't really. I'm... There are numbers in okay. luxury designer brands. Okay. Yeah, we do have number sizing, but they started using materials such as polyester, which is derived from fossil fuel. Yes, it's plastic. It's so damaging to our planet. Right. Um, it requires actually the largest amount of water and energy to produce. So fast fashion is contributing to water pollution and greenhouse gas. So, Yikes. okay, all this was happening and we were all thrilled because guess what? We got to buy clothes really cheap. Yes. Well, what happens when the, when you do that? It encourages consumers to buy and discard their clothing at an alarming pace. It didn't cost you that much. So it didn't you matter. Could you could buy something. So what if I only wear it to this one event or if I wear it once or twice? It was That's eight it. bucks. That's it. Right? Mm -hmm. That's it. So the fashion industry made it easy for people to afford the latest trends every season. You know, versus what our generation and generations before would do, which is wear their clothing until it turned into a rag, <laughs> right? <laughs> until you were really done with it. My clothes used to, and they still do, they would go from wearing maybe it to work or marrying it somewhere dressy to wearing it outside to garden. You know, we would- right move that's it true somewhere. or it would become you know something you only wore in the house i still do that that's right and things degrade do. a little yeah. bit now if it's so comfortable it's so worn now i just i wear it around the house and it's you know, wonderful yeah or yeah in the evening <laughs> so think about it this is why 
we, the fashion industry made clothes so affordable that people's worst instincts came out and they started hoarding. Oh, and that was in the 90s, fairly yeah. early 90s. Um, yeah. So that's when that first started. Yeah, I, I, I was yes. flabbergasted. <laughs> yes, it's embarrassing, of course. Um, and but this book is really talking my book it, and other books that have been written. We're talking about shopping with purpose. So don't think about how many clothes or how many trends can you follow every year. Have a plan with your wardrobe. And that that's a very professional stylist kind of thing to do. When we take a client shopping, we have a list of what we're looking for. The absolute specific colors, fabrics, what outfit we're looking for it to, you know, work with. We have a plan when we go shopping. And if we don't find the clothes, that's okay too. Right. You know, we can go back to the store or go to different stores. But honestly, Lisa, when I take a woman shopping, I always find what I'm looking for. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. You know, you're just you're just focused and you see it and it's the right piece. So we don't impulse. We're, I'm just discouraging shopping as an activity. Go play tennis or go for a walk or go have lunch with your girlfriends. We we need to think about not using shopping as an activity or a sport. Well, can you go shopping with an eye towards just looking to see what's intriguing and inspiring and available, but yes, aspiring to uh, always purchase the best of what you can afford and purchasing less. I yes? love that. Does that I make love sense? that. Because I still can... want to go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, it is fun to shop. It is. But, but if we you know, do it a little different, we tweak it a little. Yeah. Women go to thrift stores and they end up, because everything is 3 or $4 a piece, they'll end up buying way too much. And I think that could be key is, the, is if the consignment stores, like you were saying, popped up more often that were very appealing. Maybe yeah. that would help women feel, get that that same feeling well the stores in santa fe and even in california where you live i always felt were very appealing very um upscale you know they're discerning about what they accept everything mm -hmm. that's true flawless they arrange it like a beautiful boutique so you walk in and you're very relaxed there are more of that clothes. Yeah. yeah more of more that of needs that. to happen so we need to you need to make some cash in order to, we're cleaning yeah. out our closet and now we want to repurchase thoughtfully and sustainably. We need a little cash to do right. that. So right. how can you make extra money cleaning out your closet? Yes. What can I, you sell? Well, in the book, what I do is I break it out. Let's say you've done your closet clean out and now you've got this pile of clothing and purses and shoes that you know you don't want anymore. They're not working for you. 
So I have women divide them into your high-end luxury brand. You'd be surprised how many women might have an Hermes bag or Mm -hmm. let's say uh, a coach handbag or some coach shoes and they just don't wear them anymore. So you've got your luxury, then you've got your high quality, which would be something like, you know, your rag and bone or theory brand or J crew. Those are high quality clothes that are in demand. Also your Lululemon and your Athleta. Athletic clothes sell beautifully and quickly and they do maintain their price. quality. They mm-hmm. do. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Your price so, and their quality. And then you've got your low quality clothes. Now, even those I'm recommending a consignment online consignment store that will resell those clothes as well. So you've got these different um, baskets of clothing and there is an online consignment store for each of those baskets. There are even oh. online consignment stores for all of those items to be sold. And it's really a matter of figuring out where you want to sell it. And women think this is too much work. They think it's right. complicated. They think it's risky. It's not because I've broken it down. It all but, works. But you talk about how you can make this into a business for yourself. That's a whole different yeah. mindset. That's right. That's right. So, now, for most people, I wrote the book for a woman who just wants to declutter her closet and sell her clothes. Obviously, once you do that, you run out of clothes to sell, right? <laughs> right. You're like, woohoo, I've got like $300 in my pocket. This is fun. But I still need clothes. <laughs> well, I still need clothes, but maybe but yes. she's thinking, I'd like, I can do this for my sisters or right. my neighbors or my church, you know, friends. Right. So I'm offering this mastermind class that I'm starting in a few weeks. Um, and for anyone who wants to turn this into a business for herself, wow, it is a viable business. That is so amazing. I love hearing this. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Uh, we yeah, will yeah, put yeah. the links in the we'll show notes the for links. sure to the mastermind and to the book, of course. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to tell us about? Well, I just mastermind? want to tell ladies that the book itself is available on Amazon Kindle and it's not paper. So it's actually, you can read it on your iPhone or your iPad. or So your it's sustainable. Computer. It's sustainable. <laughs> I have to stick with that, right? Good. I like it. And the mastermind, I'll just mention, um, we're meeting on Zoom. It's a three-week class and we're meeting on Zoom. So ladies, you don't have to come to Santa Fe, even though I know you would love it and it would be wonderful to have you here. I'm teaching that virtually. That's really cool. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. This is good work in the world, Linda. Thank you. I feel good about it. I feel really good. <laughs> so everything's going to be listed in the show notes. And yeah. uh, this is all good news. I've been, we've all been looking forward to this yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Can we, I want to wrap up and I want to wrap up with a beauty tip. Oh, I think we should wrap up with our beauty tip. And I just want to let women know this is something that we want to pass on to our daughters and our aunts and even our mothers that 
it really is possible to like break the cycle of shopping and start creating a beautiful environment in your closet and wardrobe that you can actually love. And it works effortlessly and you can make some extra cash. And I love the notion of passing that down to our future generations. I really like that. Yeah. All right. So what's your beauty tip? Beautiful closing. Speaking of beauty. So we're heading into drier, colder weather. And we've talked before about um, getting ahead of the game when the weather before the weather starts to turn cold and nippy and it and it affects your skin in a negative way. One thing I want to talk to you about is, is your makeup. So sometimes, you know, if we feel like we want more of a dewy glowy finish and more moisture in our makeup as well, and you have a favorite powder blush that you just love, mix it with a little lotion or a little sunscreen and use it as a liquid or cream blush. It's perfect for drier winter skin. And it's so easy to do. You just tap a little bit of the powder into the lid put a little drop of your whatever lotion you want to use, mix the two together on your fingers and then dab it and blend it onto your cheeks. And it, and it's moisturizing and it gives you a dewy look and you're using your favorite blush that maybe you wouldn't have used otherwise. And Lisa, I actually discovered that for myself. Oh, and that's awesome. Doing it with your mineral eyeshadows. You're using a- your under eye cream. Yes. And it works beautifully because it's dry all year round in the high desert. Ah. So I love that tip for women who are heading into winter where yes. it's dry, but I do it all year round. So tell me, can you describe how you do it for your eyeshadows? Yes. Um, what I do, I actually put the eyeshadow on my eyelid first and okay. then I put the eye cream over it and it like blends- a beautifully like a gloss almost yes it blends beautifully that's beautiful what color do you have on today I am wearing pashmina as my base and then I'm wearing fawn oh I love fawn that is my favorite eyeshadow it looks really good on you thank you all right that was fun (laughs) that was really fun go get Linda's book appreciate it Thank you for being here and listening to the entire Living Visibly Over 50 podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Your five-star rating, wink, wink, and review helps us reach more women so they too can get a confidence boost to show up and stand out over 50. And be sure to head over to simplebeautyminerals.com for your beauty and skincare needs and truecolorsbylinda.com to enroll in a color and style course. But wait, bonus! We are running a contest. Leave us a written review on iTunes, screenshot your review and message us to Instagram or Facebook and you'll be entered into the contest. We'll choose a winner once a month who will receive a 15% gift code from both Lisa and Linda.